Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories. And this week we're in Tacoma, Washington for WCW Spring Stampede for April 11th, 1999. Mm -hmm. I do know someone in this room was at that pay-per-view and it wasn't me or the living legend. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed. (laughs) So before we get into this. Thank God I wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into this pay-per-view, let me introduce you to your no-so crew. First, first billing, you know him as one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. And on that day, I was a good, good brother, living the life in Tacoma. Some would say it was too sweet. Or, as we're going to put it, Corey Mack was in the house! Let's not forget the no-sell living legend, Mike Bubble. What's going on, everybody? How's your golf game? Shot a 69. What hole? Two. All right. And I'm your host, the Dong Sheen, Joseph Lessel. April 11th, 1999, for Spring Stampede. What some people call the last... A lot of people call it the last good pay-per-view. Last good WCW pay-per-view. Yeah. I don't want to give you guys uh, forewarning for what's in store the next two years exactly because there is 24 pay-per-views left. Mm-hmm. From, but uh, this is it. All right, then. <laughs> Looking forward to that. So we're coming off the heels of a new logo. Yep. A new mm-hmm. stage for Nitro. Yep. A new commentary team for each uh, show, however, mm-hmm. they're not new people. It's just we're separating. Seven. We're doing two and two instead of three and two. So let's ask a question real quick. Right off the bat, after the first week. Yeah. Well, as I told you, we did not see the pay per view logo mm-hmm. until we got to the building and got inside. Yep. And then saw it on the on the mat and on the entrance. What are your What's your opinion on the new look Spring Stampede logo? I love the logo. Thank I you. thought it looks fucking awesome. Um. Nice curd with, bull horns. With me, oh. with me now realizing that where the WCW logo is in the new one, um, I thought it was okay. I wasn't truly impressed. I'm with Mike on this one. This is, and we'll see, unfortunately, that this is the best usage <laughs> of the New Look logo in the logo itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was off to a good start. I was like, okay, I like the Nitro logo. I'm on record. Yeah. And I like this logo. Okay. Unfortunately, we see Slam Breeze logo later and... Uh, mm. Yep. Not so good. Oh, streak broken. So the uh, logo, it it's like the WC logo long with horns mm-hmm. to kind of make yeah. it a... Yeah. Okay. So this is a special pay-per-view war story because we're going to have two versions from the Mac of current day mm-hmm. and then when he was actually there. On video, can, can confirm. confirm. I told you. I told you I would find you. And we did. You did. I did. I was like, good luck from where I was sitting because... <laughs> So, tough. 10 minutes in, bro. <laughs> so, 10 minutes in. So, before we get into the show, I will, I'll break down, I don't know, I'll bring it up, I'll bring it what up, I'll bring it up. So, Corey, yeah. how'd we get here? At Uncensored, <laughs> at Uncensored, Ric Flair won the world title from Hollywood Hogan in a less than clean fashion. Was uh, it the greatest wrestling match well, of all because, time? No, because Ric Flair, you know, bled a fucking gusher in a first blood match and ended up winning the match. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, it's clear what, watching everything now, because I hadn't seen one of the Nitros and all the Thunders leading up. Mm-hmm. Clear as day. 
that they were setting up uh, Hogan, Flair, Nash, Goldberg for a four-way at Spring Stampede. Yeah. That that was the plan as of the night after. And that somewhere along the way, by that last the go-home show, they had decided to take Goldberg and Nash out, make it its own match, and add Sting and DDP. For reasons I'm not sure. Maybe they just decided it was a better way to go. But they literally spent three weeks kind of hinting at one, then just doing an about-face yeah. and changing it at the last minute. Okay. Um, made sense, though. At the time, because uh, I told you on, on the last Nitro, Nash was at commentary to save Flair, not Hogan, because mm-hmm. he did a little business deal, and we'll get into that later. But that's how we got here. It was awful haphazard and last minute. Yeah. Uh, it really shows the chaotic nature World Championship Wrestling is in at the moment uh, with the new look, the new attitude, the new everything. It seems they're getting desperate. It seems like they're throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks and gets them some momentum. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Well, let's see if this pay-per-view kicks any of that momentum off. So we start the show off with a long spring stampede promo. Fe- felt longer than what Corey just talked about. Yeah. We can see the stage, and it's... Same old, same old lately. It's the square like entrance yeah. with the seems monitors like, on each side. Seems like they've settled on that as the the core look for pay per views, mm-hmm. and then they'll add like this had a a hay bell and a, a stagecoach because it's a stampede theme. So there yeah. was there was some added accoutrement, but your basic pay per view look is going to be that square garter railing with the uh, with videos, which um. I guess the one way, uh, I mean, it just makes it easier on the staff, but it also feels kind of like a budget call. Which might be You don't need sets. You just, you have the set, and then you're good there. You paid yeah. for it once, and then you're done with it. Uh, Corey, do you, do you remember how you felt when you walked into that arena? Because I, I can tell you this. When I went to 2008's No Mercy, that was my first ever show. And just, like, walking into that entrance, you like, Holy crap. Like, just seeing the ramp and everything, like, holy crap. So let me tell you, this is a really cool story. So um, we got there about, I don't know, 50 minutes to an hour before they went live. Yep. They opened the doors for us. And we go in. And right before you go through the the curtain that gets you into the Tacoma Dome, the arena itself, um, they're playing music around the sound system just to... Yeah. Yeah. And it's the Wolfpack theme. So you open up the curtain and you walk down and you're, you're finding your seat. But the whole time, the Wolfpack theme was blaring. I've got the red and black on. We all did. It was like, yeah, oh yeah. Fuck yeah. It was almost like you were making your own entrance kind of way. That's, That's awesome. Cool and at that time, you would use the Wolfpack entrance. Oh, hell yes. Um, so that was cool. That, and, and looking around, we're like, oh, these are really good seats. And then we look back and we see the stage. We're like, cool. You know, can't, can't complain. Everything is looking good. It's feeling good. They, uh, I can tell you, uh, they played five songs on loop <laughs> until the show went live. Wolfpack, mm-hmm. Black and White, mm-hmm. Horseman, mm-hmm. Raven, I, I shit you not, Glacier. What the? Walk. What? In a continuous loop. <laughs> really uh, kind of dwindles as <laughs> yeah. you go down that, that pyramid there. We were like, all right, Wolfpack, Black and White. Oh, all we're right. We're rocking. Horseman, all right, cool. Raven, we're like, oh, yeah, he's going to be yeah, cool. Raven. Glacier. Glacier. 
Okay. Was anybody dressed as Glacier in the arena? No. However, one more thing to say before we go live. About five minutes before mm-hmm. they go live, the arena's pretty full at this point. And all of a sudden, uh, and I'm sure you saw her on, on the show because they, they show her constantly. There's this blonde in a black dress in the front row uh, that comes down with this guy to her seat. And the entire building turned their head and looked at her and most people started whistling. We couldn't really get a good, where we were, we're like, she was like far down there. Mm-hmm. But we're like, damn, she must be hot. I mean, the whole entire building is whistling at her. And she was using that to her advantage the entire show. And she was enjoying herself. Yeah. And they show her quite a bit mm-hmm. on the uh, show. I'm surprised uh, a certain... Chant? No, I'm surprised a certain United States title finalist didn't make his way to her. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm surprised I think by he that. did off camera. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, that would have been right down his alley. But uh, that was like the final thing before Pinzer started talking. Like, we're going to go live in two minutes. Let's everybody get on their feet. And, you know, and we did, you know, we're jacked, we're amped, we're pumped. The one thing I will say about the Tacoma Dome, it's a shithole, I hate it. <laughs> it's very rainy, it, But it does for wrestling. I can't say for rock music, whatever, but for wrestling, good acoustics. Yeah. Like when the crowd's really rocking, it like all comes back in on you. So sound-wise, it was a fucking live night, man. And then the show starts. Well, attendance was 17,690. It was packed. It was packed. This wasn't like a, this was still like, live, you couldn't tell they were, they had just hit the iceberg. Right. Um, it still felt hot and awesome. It was, it was jam-packed. And there was stores on this show. Uh-huh. Jesus. And the crowd was amped for everything. Um, so our commentary team, it's the usual, Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and uh, Bobby Heenan. You mean the Nitro crew. And Tanay. <laughs> and they, and they, and they go to them, too. Oh, today it's nice to see you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's. I honestly thought uh, Tony was wearing the exact same gear he was from Nitro. He probably, he probably was. Leather jacket, <laughs> I mean, uh, green like polo vest. He probably was. Yeah, he's checked out. Uh, by the way, this uh, not this podcast, but the pay per view is sponsored by Low Caesars because it was all over that ring. <laughs> I'm not proud. You can sponsor us if you want. I mean, yeah, make a call. We'll take some of that crazy bread, am I right? Not with the cheese, but you know some of us will. So let's go to our first match of the night. Let's get this crowd popping. It's Blitzkrieg versus Hooventude Guerrera. Great way or, to start a show. <laughs> or as my friend turned to me when the music started, Stunning Steve is here. <laughs> well, I don't know if that would, would be possible because during the network version, I assume Blitzkrieg's music's piped in. Because commentary li- literally stops talking. Yep, they're gone. They are not. But was it on not Stone C- Stunning Steve's music? I, it, it, oh, it was a yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, no, that, yeah. Was, that was the way it was live. Yeah, but then for, for some reason, commentary cut out. Yeah, well, just... I noticed that happens a lot uh, with WCW. I found out something, uh, and this show proved it too. Um, Bischoff's directive was to um, mute the ring announcer on TV. I, yeah, which is why you almost that. never hear Pinzer. I noticed that. And that's he does that on purpose because he thinks only the live people should hear the ring announcer. You shouldn't that's not a thing for the TV audience. I don't hate. Um it's weird. It depends on the match. Really. Yeah, yeah. But like 
I, I sure I understand that, yeah, but like literally, buffer? Yeah, I know, but li- no, yeah, yeah, I know what this, you're saying, but that's, I mean, in case they had to re put the music on, it's the same music that was in the arena. Yeah. So, uh, winner of this match gets a cruiserweight championship match on Nitro. Yes, they do. Hoovy is over, by the way. Yeah. Um, during the match, Blitz, Blitz, uh, Blitzkrieg tries to do something off the, uh, oh, he tries to jump, like, do a cross body to Hoovy on the outside, but Hoovy just drop kicks him. Mm-hmm. He's just like, ha! Yeah. So, <laughs> that was the highlight of the match until, that was the beginning, that was before 10.50 in. That's right. To the show. That's right. I spot a fellow standing up, long hair, big black and uh, red NW Wolfpack shirt on. I was like, who was that, Joe? Uh, I believe that was Mr. Corey. And I told you I would find you. Because right. I, for like for some reason, I've, I have eagle eyes in like stands. Like oh, yeah. uh, Ono for the ECW show. We were watching the ECW show. And like it is legitimately just like a flyby. And I see Ken, uh, Ken, uh, Ken, uh, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's Kennedy, right there. Mr. Kennedy, there he is right there. And I, I have the eagle eye for like, all right, I'm going to find you. And I do, he said, the reason why I was able to find Corey is because he goes, well, the cameraman's ass was in my face half the time. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. So once they showed the shot of the ring, cameraman's on the bottom left. So I went, okay. <laughs> Circled in. Circled yeah. in. I know the area. And then they do a sh- they do a stretch move where like Hoovy's on the bottom like uh, doing like a surfboard s- stretch, and through them, yep. I'm like, there's Corey. <laughs> and then like I was able, I'm like, I think I found Corey. Yeah, nope, rewind, rewind. And like he's standing up to let someone by. And then I'm like, okay, I got to take a photo. And I take it and I send it to all of you, and everyone's like, holy shit, that's him. <laughs> Corey goes, can confirm. It's fantastic. So ten minutes and. Forty-five seconds into the video, yeah. I went. I found him, and I saw it about a half hour later because it's funny. I was going to do the retrograde that night, yeah. And then I'm like, I was finishing up one thing first. I'm like, I'll find out for sure in a couple minutes when I turned it on. So then I turned it on and got there. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was geeking. Like to be honest, I was too busy. Like. I was too busy geeking to pay attention to the match itself That's because that, I, it got good. it got good, <laughs> yeah. but it was just like holy shit! Like, uh, there's only one down note match wise in this entire card. We'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. I think we're about to get to it. As um, Hoovy tries to do something off the top rope with Blitzkrieg, and then they both just. Off the top rope and they fall. Just who be doing who be things? Who be doing who be things? And Tanay goes, looks like he attempted to make a pinfall from the top rope. <laughs> nice try, Mike. <laughs> and then old, gave, gave it a good go. Uh, good college try there, Mike. Uh, do you know what the hell that move, uh, Blitzkrieg, does? No. So he, uh, it's Hoovy's on the top rope, sitting on the top rope, and he sp- he does like a. 360 hip toss from the top rope or it was supposed to be a hurricane rana and he just kept spinning i think that's what it was he did a lot of weird stuff man 
It's almost like he did stuff and didn't tell his opponents what he was doing, and they were just like had to react to whatever he did. <laughs> That's actually not so far off. From that show, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but, uh, he's not a fan of that. He spins <laughs> twice, and I and, uh, and then he goes to the mat, and I'm thinking he's doing a uh, Hurricane Rana or something, and then it just becomes a hip toss. However. Uh, Hoovy then hits a super Hoovy driver from the top rope for the win. This match goes 11 11. It's a good match. I, uh, I'll give you my thoughts now. Uh, they had a good pace, they had chaotic nature. Um, <laughs> Blitzkrieg is an innovator who does a lot of weird things for the limited time he was in the business. Mm-hmm. So putting him in the ring with Juventud Guerrera. <laughs> Uh, does one of two things. It's either going to be jaw-droppingly awesome or a huge fucking train wreck. And it was both. It flirted <laughs> with train wreck, but it ended up being really awesome. Um, and I ended up going four. I really wow. liked it. And that, that fucking... I, I'm sure you could see it on, on the screen, but when he hit that hoobie driver from the rope, that building erupted. Yeah. We were like, everybody stood up. Like, Holy shit, did you see that? He killed him. And sure enough, he got the pin. Hoovy going on to Nitro, and um, good start to the night, man. We're, we're, we're rocking and we're rolling. Mm-hmm. You say it's a good start to the night. Mm-hmm. Let's, see if, let's see how much longer that goes, shall we? Our mm-hmm. next match is going to be the... Mongo. No. Oh, Tom Hongo? I wish. No, it's uh, Bam Bam versus Hack, but first they give us the recap of how oh, we got here. They like to recycle that music. And how we got here, the montage from the Nitro attacks, the pay-per-view show, the triple threat match with Raven, all that stuff. So our next match on this pay-per-view, Bam Bam versus the hardcore, king of hardcore hack. Oh, that died after a week. The king of extreme. King of extreme. Hack comes down carrying the table, but Bam Bam comes out pulling the new jack. Uh, I'll bring everything else. Uh, they fight. Uh, the match begins at the st- top of the aisle. Could you see that, Corey? No, we couldn't see well because you know, of course, the fans rushed the yeah. the barrier. So when these two were fighting, I, I couldn't really see what they were doing. We tried to look back at the TV screens, but they didn't always show the live action on the TV screens. Because I was going to say they didn't show what I could see. They weren't showing anything. It was just like this is the logo. Yeah, with the the bull rider. And I heard like booing. So Which I'm is assuming fine, but like. If they're not in the ring, they should probably be showing the video feed. Because right. <laughs> I heard a lot of booing, so I'm assuming that nobody from like the nosebleed that straight away from it could see what's happening. Yeah, there, it was rough to see some parts of this match. Yeah. Um, Hack gets on, gets on top of the carriage and hits a swan tom uh, through a table. Through a table on Bam Bam. That was cool. We could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's Sandman. He's going to fly. It actually, uh, the, uh, I mean, it kind of carried over to the next night, too, but like, because of the domes, the table echoed mm-hmm. when they broke. Oh, yeah. But it was a cool sound. Uh, during the match, Hack puts a ladder on top of Bam Bam and hits another swanton. Uh, there was a spot in the match where like Bam Bam's holding the ladder and Hack's climbing it, and there's a table on the outside. Hack literally just threw himself yeah, off. Yep. It's like, well, somebody hit that spot. Because uh, uh, I'm watching, and Zen goes, he just threw himself off that ladder. I'm like, what? So I had well, to go back, and he's like, ah! And apparently at one point, either the table fell or the fan just pushed it off the rail because the I, dumb I, chick had to go put it back up, and I, she I, struggled I, my, with that. I'm thinking 
the fans pulled the gate back or security did because they had she had chastity had to pull the barrier back out yeah uh, Sandman, uh, uh, Chassie tries to spray Bam Bam with the fire signature, but he stops her and sprays her in her butt and other places. That area. That. Hack hits a white Russian leg sweep on Bam Bam into guardrail, but Bam Bam gets right up and then climbs to the top of the rope, uh, top turnbuckle. And then, uh, as that's happening, Hack is setting up a table behind him. <laughs> so that's her next spot. And then Bam Bam hits a greetings from Asbury Park from the top rope for the win. That was nasty looking. Oh, yeah, he fell, then he hit his head on a uh, fire extinguisher that was just there. Yeah. But back-to-back matches with a top-rope finish. Yeah. Interesting. I liked this match a lot, actually, for what it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoy uh, these two with the hardcore stuff. Um, there'll probably be some diminishing returns in a couple months, mm-hmm. but for now, I like it. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. Uh, I ended up going three and a half on it. I thought of the hardcore stuff we've seen, this is the best one yet. No. I thought they put themselves through a lot of torture. To me, the spot of uh, the most vicious spot of the match was the guardrail spot. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a rough. I mean, there's no way to like no. nicely take that bump. That was rough. <laughs> that <so>. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and Bobby Heenan on commentary during the uh, replay where they're showing Bam Bam use the fire extinguisher on Chastity's oh, yeah. area. And he's like, well, that'll certainly <clears throat> put out the. Uh, Fire over anywhere you see smoke. Uh, yeah, I'll put it out. Uh, just uncomfortable. <laughs> was was great. Um, three and a half. Good, good, good. good Match good went eleven thirty three, and it felt like it should have went that long. Yeah. So let's go to the next match. Yeah. Let's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Scotty Riggs. He's versus back? Mikey Ripwreck in a bonus match. Yep. Yay! Yeah. Bonus. Match. So. I believe you said you guys were handed a piece of paper when yes. you walked into the... So when you guys saw that match, what did you think? So uh, was it in order of the matches? Yes, it was. It was. Okay. It, was. it had the order because we didn't know... We didn't know the Hoovy Blitzkrieg match because uh, whatever okay. they announced, I think Thunder, we didn't watch. So we had no idea who we was taking on Blitzkrieg and we had no idea that this match was happening. And we're like, Mikey Ripwreck and Scotty Riggs? <laughs> Whipwreck, we kind of understood. He debuted last yep. month. We're like, Riggs? And, but that was nothing compared to the shock all of us had when he came out with a brand new gimmick that uh, none of us had seen. We were like... By brand new, you mean Buff Bagwell? Yeah. Okay. Wait, Death. what do you mean? He comes out wearing a trench coat and wearing looking at himself in a mirror. How is that Buff? With red long tights. Oh, oh there's Buff. I no. mean... He was posing, talking to the camera They might as well get the American Males back together. American Males. American Males. And the match wasn't good because... This guy Rick sucks. And Mike Whiprup was getting fucking annoyed. Yeah. Because he, he kept, Riggs kept blowing spots. And like, Mikey would sit up and just like look around like, what the fuck, dude? So, <laughs> hear, hear me out with Mikey, though. And this is his third match on WCW. Two pay per views and a Thunder. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, uh, Riggs comes out to no pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll call Riggs' new persona an egomaniac. Uh, Rip uh, jumps to the outside and hits a Hurricane Rana on uh, Mr. Riggs. Uh, Riggs runs well, into... Well, kind of. Uh, he, he did that. That's not what Riggs did. Yeah, but... yeah. He, <laughs> he did the most of the work. Uh, Riggs runs into Rip who is on the apron. Rip just jumps into the barrier. Yeah, that was brutal. But he doesn't protect himself. Oh, my God. He just puts... God. He, he, he shells up, and then I'm going. 
You could tell the uh, you could tell that you could tell the wrestlers who were at ECW. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just fucking go at it. It's gonna hurt, but fuck it. Yep. Fuck man. Boring chants. Goldberg chants. Now there's a spot in the match where Rip Rex pinning. Uh, Scotty, but Scotty then points to his feet, and the ref goes, "Oh, your foot's on the rope." Now it's kind of you don't you don't see that. Uh, Sc- Scotty Riggs wins with a flying forearm <laughs> in seven minutes and three seconds, and I believe that makes Rip Mikey uh, own oh, three. Three, I believe. Yep. Hmm. yep. Not looking good for him. Not this match uh, sucked. It went to start in three quarters. Uh, Rip Rick damn near killed himself to get this match over. Um, Riggs' new gimmick to me is already dead on arrival. And hey, why not just put Buff Bagwell on the goddamn pay per view? I mean, I just, he's if healthy. You're gonna, if you're going to have him do the gimmick, just put the dude in who does the gimmick. But it made sense, right? So, so, first down part of the night. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe we can rebound. What's next? Let's go to our next match. But first, let's do a recap of how we got to our next match. Hey, you guys finally get to see part of the video. Yep. Yeah, finally. As Jesus Christ. The recap of Disco and. Conan. 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 Uh, so our next match is Conan versus Disco. And Corey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Was Conan's music that loud in the arena? No, because that's piped in music. Mm. Oh. Yeah. The music they're using for him on Nitro and on this pay-per-view is bad. It's not his music. <laughs> it's him. It's you, you hear it's him rapping. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different song that I've never heard before. Um, it starts off the same. Dun, 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 dun. Is it? And then it goes into something else. I feel like I know the song because I, I think I like. Yippee, yo, yeah, I liked day. that song oh, as a kid. Day, all day, every day. Yeah, I liked that song. song as a kid. Apparently, that ain't cool for the network. Okay, Part. so this piped-in shit is what you got. Well, he's a minority. And so. uh, here Ooh. comes Disco as a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, what the fuck? As Conan says, "Yo, I gotta speak on this." That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I don't think uh, Conan knew he was coming out to that because Conan was like, nah, bro. <laughs> so let's take, right now, this is a good point right now, to take a little time out. Zach Morris, From though. Yeah, time out. <laughs> Conan, Disco, Freeze. We got to Tacoma about two hours early mm-hmm. and had some time to kill. So we thought, well, we'll check out the fine mall here in Tacoma. Which, you know. <clears throat> it's not fine mall. It sucks been there. Be, be there be, be, yeah, be that as it may. Um, however... I have never, ever <laughs> since seen this. I'm not kidding you with the numbers. Mm-hmm. 90 to 92% of everybody in that mall had a wrestling shirt on. Fucking Jesus. The majority of them yep. are black and red NWO shirts. Yep. But there were some DDP, some Sting, some Goldberg. Yep. They did exist. But I've never seen so many wrestling shirts. At an, at, like we are not at a show. Wrestling show, right? I mean, everywhere, every the food court, everywhere we went inside the mall, just everybody. That's awesome. Was going to that show? Did you like <laughs> just fucking? That's awesome. Did you like recognize people later on when you got to the arena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, hey, well, I saw you earlier. Hey, what's up, man? Um, it was really cool. Um, there was this really hot girl, and my friend. Was she wearing a black shirt? <laughs> she was wearing a Goldberg shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> to which. Uh, if my friend could have torn off his Wolfpack shirt yeah. and had a Goldberg shirt on, he and professed love for yes. Goldberg, yeah, yes, he would have been a second. <laughs> and that was fun trying to watch him get with her and fail, but it was fun to watch. But oh. just good memories. What, what was the line? Oh, I don't. know. We were. We gave him space. Was he like, "I'm next"? Yeah. 
Good news, baby. So you're, I'm look, next. so you're looking for someone who's next. Well, baby, I'm next. I, I'd like to give you a finger uh, poke of doom. Well, this match happened, and uh, Conan wins with the last dance or the chart buster yeah, or just the stunner. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's nine minutes Fuck. and 17 seconds. To me, this is the living embodiment of a two star match. There we go. Both guys did their roles um, Both and, are did, cr- and didn't try over. Both were crazy over. Yeah. But and neither one of them tried that hard. Can you, can you explain why Disco is so over? I think it's because on one hand, he's not afraid to be goofy and make an ass of himself, which is endearing when you get to you know wrestlers. Um, Do you think that's because... Uh, because when he wouldn't job to was it Jackie? Jackie. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he like had an attitude like awakening? I mean, he's just like, this is not great for my career if I don't like kind of go all in. Could have, except for he was going all in before. With that, it just was he. He didn't, and he was right here. By the way, he didn't see where it would help his career at all to do that. Which he was right. It mm-hmm. didn't. However, they you know released him and. The only way they rehire that really him. didn't help his career. The only way they rehire him is if he <laughs> yeah. put her over. So maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. like I'll do business. Um, a funny thing about Disco is somebody posted on one of those like Facebook wrestling groups I follow of the, a Creed My Sacrifice yep. to Disco <laughs> from the beginning earlier. <laughs> I was just like Jesus Christ. Uh Let's go to our next matchup, which will be a lot better than what we just skipped. Cruiserweight Championship, Billy Kidman versus Rey Mysterio Jr. And let me ask you this, Corey. Yeah. In my eyes, in Rey Mysterio's smoothness in the ring, it goes Eddie, Kidman, and then Hoovy. Okay. For how smooth they are and how the match doesn't look that hard to each other. Yeah. Okay. Oh, as far as opponents, I was like, yeah, I was very confused for a minute. Well, I was like, like, none of those not, are Ray. Like, not, no, no, no. It's for Ray. It's for Ray. This that's is all that's for right. Ray. That's that's right. I mean, he had tremendous chemistry with all three. Uh, Hoovy and him wrestled probably. I mean, if we're gonna be honest. Two hundred times right. in the career. Mm-hmm. Mexico's constant. And then Eddie and him had the un- the best chemistry. That was undisputed. And then, yeah, uh, him and Kidman Ooh. always had really just great chemistry. Um, one scan in this match, there was, like, no commentary in front of the beginning of the match. It was muted or something. Sometimes when the, when the announcers are saying something that WWE decides they don't want. I also feel like they're probably, they're probably pubbing something that's not a sponsor. It could be. Like they're yeah. probably pubbing Little Caesars, honestly. Yeah, it could be Little Caesars. They yeah. could be pubbing on sale dates for Slimbury. Because Pritchard just talked about it. He's like, uh, we tried to take a lot of the stuff out, but the advertisers, you can't do anything for. So, like, if you paid back then, you got 25 years of advertisement yeah. for fucking one product. It's genius for them. But yeah. so it's probably that. Okay. Just doing promos that just aren't. Part uh, of the thing. Ray does like a head scissors off the guardrail and hits himself in the head on the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, Kidman hits a running shooting star press from the apron. I always like that movie. So the match begins with quick action and stuff, and then it hits like a slow period. What did you guys think of that? Of like quick boom, 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 boom. And then in my eye and what I saw, 
the slow period kind of lost the crowd. Corey, was I thought that it was a good storytelling. True, like I love the storytelling, but Corey, if you remember how it was ooh and ah, and then all of a sudden became headlocks. Then to me, then the crowd kind of not turned, but it kind of went like, okay, I get back to the ooh and ah part parts of the match. I don't remember completely. If I had to guess, they probably lost the crowd for a little bit doing that. Uh, watching it now, I love it because it's something you don't see all the time. It does happen. It doesn't always work. Luckily, it worked here. But especially after the last two matches didn't exactly set the world on fire. You come in hot with two guys you know can go. Those two guys, some if they're good, and these two are really good, they will do that balls-to-the-wall start and then stop and reset because they've already got the crowd back. Yeah. Then you can kind of relax a little bit reset it, and then go into your home stretch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it attempted with guys who are good even, but it just doesn't work with the crowd. Um, these guys were good enough to be able to do it and have it work. So, But that's it's always a tricky thing to do, but it worked with these two. And yeah, so they, they slowed it down. Everybody caught their breath. They knew that the... The reason they do it, too, and here's the psychology, is after the last two matches, you can lose the crowd for good. Yeah. If you don't come out hot and let them know, okay, good workers are back. <laughs> yeah, the shit part of the show is yeah. it's bad. It's bye now. And so you made it <laughs> with these two. It's easy. You just have them go out there and go balls to the wall. Let the crowd know. Oh, okay, no, we're right. We're here. We're still good. And then a reset and then go. I uh, I especially like it in this match um, because it once again shows, like I mean, Ray does the lucha stuff, but it shows how good of a wrestler Ray Mysterio is. Like he mm-hmm. is so incredibly good. Mm-hmm. I think Corey, I think you've called him like probably a top 10 worker of all time. Yep. I no mean, idea. I believe he is. He is phenomenal. And I mean, it's not, uh, uh, I'm not disparaging Kidman. Kidman's great. But Ray is just on a different level than most people. Ray, Ray was one of my favorites growing up. Just how smooth. I mean, so he was for me too. But as a kid, like I was obviously into the, the, the flashy yeah. lucha stuff. So watching it now, you're just like, fuck, man, he is good. I, and it's one of those on another level. I, it's I, fucking if, nuts. If I remember, I feel like around this time, maybe a little later on in the period, he is a little sloppy. Oh, he loses his motivation mm-hmm. like next year. Later on. Right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I like that's what kind of turned me they off. They took the mask off him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't happy about that. And then just with the chaos and crap and then later on yeah like i like like, that kind of like i like to me the only one (laughs) yeah yeah, to me with ray it was to the mask till he lost it and then a couple months after then he starts declining and then that's when i kind of went like all right i'm back to raw you know but in this match uh ray hits two top rope bulldogs the way he won the championship Mm -hmm. celebrates the second time kidman kicks out of both ray goes for a power bomb you don't Fucking do it. Uh, Ray hits a top rope Frankensteiner for the one, two, three. This match went 15-32. So, Corey, what'd you give it? I gave it three and three quarter stars. Um, almost a four. Just not quite there. Is uh, it, 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 the middle part? The middle part didn't hurt it so much. Is that um, I've just, these guys have wrestled a lot. And I've given other matches of theirs four, four and a half quarter yeah. that were a little better than this one. So, you know, it's, again, really good. I was thinking thinking three and three quarter. Almost as good as Hoovy and Blitzkrieg, but just a little less than me. But again. uh, Better worked. 
Better work. Don't get me wrong. But more chaotic. Hashtag don't powerbomb Kidman. Yeah, that's, you, yeah. don't, you don't, you you don't do it. We don't. Let's you, you'd think his tag team championship partner would know you, this. You, and, you know, I'm like, come on. They, they, <laughs> I got to say, they did play it off the well. Like, you honestly forgot they were tag team champions right. at points. So let's move on to our next match. But first, let's recap how we got here because it will be the Horseman. What is this, Nitro? Yes. <laughs> yes. Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko versus uh, Raven and Saturn. Well, um, you want to know who's over in Tacoma? Raven and Saturn. Raven. Yeah. Raven was Raven monster is over in Seattle, <laughs> Tacoma area. That is what Raven is. Hey, that's why he got on a WCW NW Revenge. You'd think that by 1999, maybe that would change. No. No. I mean, Saturn was over. Benoit was over. Malenko was over. Anderson was over. Raven was on another level. Fucking <laughs> dude, like man. Raven mania. Swept the Tacoma Dome. Oh, my God. And as for a hardcore Raven marks in CCW days, I was on cloud nine. Yeah. I was like, fuck yes. Yeah, quote the Raven, nevermore, bitches. Um, So I have an interesting aside for this match. Excellent. Um, The guy sitting behind me. Mm -hmm. Those those bros. I love these stories. Those bros were packing away a lot of beer. Like you do in Tacoma? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you probably want to do in Tacoma. So... What happens is right before this match starts, he starts like dozing off and falling <laughs> forward onto my back. <laughs> and I would like, uh, Jim and his yeah. friends were like, come on, man, come on, bro. He ends up throwing up Checks on up. the floor oh, right behind my chair. Oh. And then f- passing out with his forehead on the back of my steel chair. <laughs> and his friends left him. Just bounced? They bounced. Like during or after the show? No, or? here. They bounced. Wow. Don't know if they just went up and stood elsewhere. Right. They never came back. Holy fuck. He's just out on the back of my chair. So I'm like sitting on the, the edge of my still chair trying to enjoy the show at this point. Getting a little annoyed. Yep. Uh, still fun show. Yep. And then the cameraman's ass is right in the way of me and my buddy. <laughs> kind of annoying us. However, the trifecta of terror for this match for me. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. My friend, right next to me. Yep. On the side of him is a mom and two kids. Okay. Been fine all night. She does not like Raven and Saturn. <laughs> and she proceeds to spend the entire tag match, I shit you not, screaming with her two children next to her. How old are these kids? Ten and eight, maybe. Oof. Excellent. She's screaming at the top of her lungs. Raven sucks Saturn's greasy cock <laughs> over and over and over again during the entire match. Wow. So that's how this match went down for me. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear it on the broadcast. Yeah, I didn't hear they didn't it on the broadcast. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Thank God. And I'm not kidding you, the entire match. Mm. And it was awkward because you're just like, she got these two kids right next to her. And she just keeps... Screaming about sucking his greasy cock. All so, right. uh, not a fan of the alternative life, Scott. Yeah. Uh, well, got it. Definitely Trump supporter. Yeah. yeah um, like, wow. So, uh, how did the follow that? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Saturn's no longer wearing a dress? He just does what he wants. I just, skirt. Like yeah. a skirt apron it's, what he's wearing on each he's side. He's trying to mimic Manson and the goth stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's WCW. Uh, Raven and Saturn bring out a table, so someone's going through it. Charles Robinson is the ref. 
Uh, I I put the crowds behind Raven and Saturn. Oh, God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saturn hits the Death Eye driver on Malenko, but Benoit breaks it up with a headbutt from the top rope. Could have just, you know. Add it to the counter. Yeah, ding. Um, Saturn tries to splash uh, Malenko through the table, but Arn is clearly right there and pulls him out of the way. Yeah. I don't know how uh, um, Saturn could not couldn't not see uh, Arn there, but hey, who knows? Uh, Arn puts a chair on top of Raven, and Saturn hits a head. Uh, not Saturn. Benoit hits a headbutt from the top rope onto the chair. <laughs> Ding. Mal- yeah. Malenko covers that for the win. This match went fourteen eleven as. Corey heard for 14, 11 minutes. Uh, Saturn sucks. I, uh, Raven's greasy. greasy cock. I could not get into this match. I just... See, that's funny because I love this match. Yeah. I love this I wanted match. to. I like both teams. Um, I was excited for the match when you announced it. I just I just did, did not do it for me. I just could not. For whatever reason, just wasn't into it. Oh, man, I loved it. I went three and three quarters again. I thought the crowd was electric. They had good tag work. Saturn and Raven make a sneaky good tag team. Benoit Malenko are great. So I um, went three stars. Like I appreciate yeah. the match was good. Yeah. I just it wasn't yeah. Just couldn't do it so yeah, that's where I went with that. And um, so far, finally, like I think somebody, if I remember correctly, I think somebody on the road behind me like gently grabbed the guy and at least set him back in set him back in his chair because uh, his friends bolted, never came back. That's it's hilarious. hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm surprised like security didn't come. Like security was almost a non-factor or, at that well, show. I mean, they were going to for something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, you know. <laughs> Good so, point. Get to that. <laughs> yep. So let's go to that part. Let's go to our next match. However, let's recap it. Let's do a U.S. title tournament. Oh, and they actually show... Uh, that's, that's my bad. They show highlights. Should have been ready for that. So I believe we have a bracket. We do. We do have I, a bracket. Uh, although... I think I did fuck up once. I might need your help. That's here. fine. That's I fine. did. Chris Adams. Well, no, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, so, uh, your first round matchup, Ming defeated Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, Thunder. Scott Steiner defeated Chris Jericho. Nitro. I know this isn't correct, so I'm going to need help. Booker T defeated Booker T. I don't know why I wrote Booker T twice. Or Saturn. It was Saturn. Okay, yeah. I was like... On Thunder. And I couldn't remember what show it was, and I was like, I'm not going back through Thunder. five weeks. I'm just not doing that. Uh, your final first-round matchup was Chris Jericho defeating Chris Adams. So in your semifinal, you had Scott Steiner beating Ming and Booker T beating Chris Jericho, which led to the finals. All right, so our next match is Scott Steiner versus Booker T. See that? That's how a bracket should but work. First, let's, it made sense. <laughs> but before this match, let's do... Uh, you know, Scott Steiner jumping in the crowd. Hold on, hold on. The wolf making the sound. Yeah. Tacomodome blew up again. Yep. It was like, finally, the wolf pack is here. Because I would say 60 to 65% of that building was wearing wolf pack shirts. So if we had to go back a little retro here and do a survey. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's wolf pack. It's wolf pack. <laughs> Without question. Yeah. And here comes the big papa. Oof. And uh, looking a little perturbed already. Yeah, he was on one tonight. And then Joe, go ahead. Uh, he jumps <laughs> in the crowd and gets into it with a fan. Or fan hands. I love... Okay, before well, he, he gets, circles the, he the circles ring the and just gets into he gets fucking into it a everybody. Lot. Yeah, then and he jumps in. There's this woman. Uh, might be nice. She's fugly. And uh, she's, she's, a, she's a Tacoma 8. Yeah. She's, a Tacoma 8. A New York City negative <laughs> 6. Yeah. yeah, she's a Tacoma 8. <laughs> And he lets her grow up him, and all the while she's touching him, he's like, 
How's it make you feel, you fat fuck? <laughs> Your woman's touching me and not you. And as she's yelling that, woo, the, no, the entire fucking time. Um, he surround, He walks the ring, and then he says, what the fuck? And then he goes into the crowd. and The whole security. time Booker's like, we ever going to have this fucking match? Or? Security. Uh, once the match finally started, so, uh, we, thought, we thought once he went in the crowd. So hold on. So like, I'll say, in, in person, Corey, what was the atmosphere like? We Okay, so you have to understand. And you guys... It might be hard for you to 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 understand this when I and take it seriously when mm-hmm. I say this, but I'm being dead serious. Back in in ninety eight ninety nine, crowds were scared of Scott Steiner. Legitimately, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, not unlike New Jack, but for different ways. With Steiner, you you knew he was a powder keg. Mm-hmm. It was obvious. The stories and the news and being arrested. Like, to an extent, New Jack was a shtick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's he's nuts, but it's... But it's a shtick. It's a shtick. With Steiner, you believed once he cleared that <laughs> railing, he was going to pound the fuck out of somebody and probably get arrested. Because, like, I think most people, they do that. They, like, step over. They kind of, like, he leapt and was, like, in the dude's grill. Yeah. Quick. Security was, like... The fuck do you want me to do about it? Like, they just stood there like, there, You're, it's on you, bro. There was, <laughs> there was an audible like, <gasps> yeah, and people were scared because like he can easily just sprint over to our side and start beating on me just yeah. as easy. What like, are you gonna do? That Nothing. was a real fear. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, people don't get that nowadays. Like with Steiner, they just see the funny math promo and all that. Right. People were scared of him. I I do remember that growing up. Yeah. Because of the fact of. Him being a loose cannon, mm-hmm. him being like, I'll say where the hell I want and I can get away with it because I can beat your ass. And even though he portrayed it on TV, I was still scared of him watching it. For good reason. Yeah. Because he was, he was nuts. <laughs> it could was. You, could you guys see anything like when he was doing stuff? Could you guys see him at all? I, you, you could see him going around and we knew he was talking to people and mouthing off. And then. We watched him leave the ring and just bounce over and we're like, oh shit, something's about to happen. <laughs> something's about to happen. And then he gets back in the ring and starts the match. Ugh. Finally. My God. Match starts and there's a giant steroids chant. I yeah. believe that was what it was called. Oh, fuck, man. There was. Which doesn't make sense. He's clean, Tacoma. Always. What in the fuck are you doing? I think you know Tacoma what? was offering. What the fuck, Tacoma? Yeah, and he was like, no, fuck you. They might have been offering the, the woman in the black dress. This is why you're Seattle's bitch. You just chant some nonsense like that. Uh, we get a ref bump. Uh, uh, before that, uh, Steiner intimidates the ref multiple times. The first ref bump. He... Of course, the disqualification. And actually, I actually like that part, because uh, Tony's like, that should be disqualification, and uh, I think someone in the brain was like, are you going to tell him? Yeah. And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm not. No, gonna. I'm not. Uh, we get a ref bump because... Uh, Steiner pulls the ref in front of Booker as he's like doing like a flying forearm. As that happens, the crowd looks immediately up the aisle to see if yep. anybody who's, like coming, who's down. coming out. Surprisingly, no one does. Uh, Booker T pulls the ref up, but then the Steiner close lines him down again. <laughs> That's fantastic. He just close lines him through the ref. Okay, nope. <laughs> uh, Steiner hits the top rope, Franken Steiner and Shivani, and all of them lose it because he's the innovator of. The Frankensteiner. Mm-hmm. And all that good stuff. 
Uh, Steiner pulls something out of uh, pulls something out and hits Booker T with it while uh, Booker T was trying to hit a suplex on him. I appreciated this because that is the uh, that is the exact ending to Tito Santana versus Randy Savage, when Savage wins the Intercontinental title. Is it like a like a roll of quarters or something? Was that what yeah. it was supposed to be? Yeah, exact same finish. I was like, oh, nice. I like it when they go to history. Uh, second ref comes out to check on the main ref instead of maybe going into the <laughs> ring to finish it. Steiner then pulls yeah. the injured ref and makes him do the three count. The bitch, you're counting. Yep. So, <laughs> the new U.S. champion, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, this match went 15-37. That shouldn't have. I gave it a three. It yeah? Was, it was okay. Um, they shouldn't have gone that long. I, I'm the opposite. Yeah? Three and three quarters. From me. Wow. I fucking love this match. I, love I loved Steiner. everything before the match. I love the actual match. These two work so fucking well together. We also forget we forget about Tony before the match. You idiots in Tacoma, shut up and leave yeah. him alone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get on his bad side. He will hurt you. What's the one thing? <laughs> so I guess most of the crowd in Tacoma tonight had lobotomies. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> can't confirm they had lobotomies before the game of the can't, can't confirm. And yeah, all is right in the world uh, from where I'm sitting because the big bad booty daddy mm-hmm. is now the United States champion. I, Jesus. Let's go. Shall we go backstage? Yeah. Or you got something? No, no I Yeah. Yeah. It's backstage. Uh, backstage, <laughs> WCW.com with Ray Mysterio. Couldn't hear a Couldn't damn hear a thing. Fucking thing they said. What is, what is that? Like, why can't they just turn the mic on when they're doing the segment? Because they do it bad every time. I just don't think they care. The crowd's booing uh, someone. I think Steiner was doing shit still, like, in the arena. So, let's get a recap for Goldberg-Nash, because our next match is Goldberg versus Kevin Nash. Okay, so they played this video on the on the oh, trons, yeah. so we knew what was coming, and... Oh, I was Tacoma ready. Crowd perked. Perked. <laughs> perked. So between the two guys, because I know they're Wolfpack heavy, but between just these two, what was the split? I felt like it was more Nash heavy tonight. It was. It probably was. But I was going to say, if I'm, if I'm being honest, it's probably 60-40. Yeah. I mean, Goldberg was still crazy over, but this was a Wolfpack hot match. Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah. uh, beginning of the match, Nash... Controls Goldberg for the first half of the match. Then we get the ref. Oh, by the way, before we get into that. Yeah. Uh, so, all night not seeing anybody in the entrance ramp. Yeah. Right, because everybody rushes the, the barrier. Until now, <laughs> that Wolfpack music hits. And even with everybody rushing the barrier and throwing their hands up, you can still see Nash's entire head and shoulders above <laughs> everybody. We didn't, however... We had no clue Luger and Liz were with him until they got to the ring. <laughs> Didn't see them at all. That's fantastic. <laughs> and like, oh, well, Luger's here. That's but fantastic. Nash, you could see above everybody. It was like, holy fuck, that guy is huge. My God, man. If anything, I think in history they underplay his his size. I oh it's one yeah. of the guys I, I never saw live. Never saw him live. See, it's it's awesome because he's yeah. It was, it was like, holy fuck, is he immense? Like, Jesus, he's big. They all, and I always feel like they've they've underplayed how big I, he is. I, it's one of those things we could do like uh, who do you wish you should have saw who you wish you saw live because like I think the outsiders alone. See, like I you know even though we I saw them in the Hogan celebration, that's different. It's like see, you know they they lost some height, they add some weight. I want to see peak. Yeah, that's where you got me because I've never seen Scott Hall live. Oh. 
but I got to see Kevin Nash here. Yep. And at a Raw House show in 2003 in Portland, Russell. So that's cool. And he was huge then, too. Like, yeah. Just so big. And it, Triple H looked, I I'm, don't want to be disparaging, looked like a midget next to him. Yeah. I, I and mean, Triple H isn't a small dude. He's not tiny. Yeah. But like Nash dwarfed over. He's what, 6'4, six, 6'5 six, yeah. easily? Nash is every bit 6'10, 6'11. Triple H? Yeah, I'd say he's Because he's taller than Taker, right? Nash? He's naturally taller than Taker, yes. And in fact, he's only. He's almost with the Big Show. Big right? Show only has like an inch on him. He's real honest. close. Yeah. Triple, Triple H is 6'4. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. Nash, Nash is 6'10. <laughs> and every bit of 6'10. <laughs> and then Goldberg comes out. And yeah. again, Monster Pop. Yep. Um, we didn't get to see the pyro because, you know, the fans. But he comes in, and, you know, the crowd's still hot for him, but it's definitely Wolfpack House. And then the match starts. And, yeah, Nash dominates. Let him know who was one of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, the ref bump was awesome and got an ooh from the crowd. Yeah, Goldberg goes for the spear. And just, Nash jumps him. That was Nash fucking awesome, dude. Goldberg. Holy shit. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck did I just see? Imagine <laughs> it live. We were oh, like, my God. What? What the hell was that? Lays out the ref with a spear. Good on that ref taking a spear, yeah. too. How about that? Goldberg hits the spear. Then Goldberg plays the, the, the fucking heel, because... Yeah. Nut, nut grab. Uh, big uh, sexy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Grabs big sexy by the nuts and holds on for a little bit. Um, that Luger gets on the apron, hits Goldberg with an upside-down chair. You know, like, like his Luger. And, and then Goldberg... You know, uh, my job. <laughs> so do you did you see it? Okay, so here's the thing about Luger. So live we not we noticed this because we were watching him, and you can almost see it on screen, but they change camera angles. When he hits Goldberg, then he puts the chair down and he goes to jump off, but his left foot gets caught between the ring skirt and the ring. And he kind of ends up like dancing down and he's almost tripping, but he manages to catch himself and he never does fall all the way. I didn't see that. But it came so close. Um, Jesus Christ! Luger then gets back, gets into the ring, but then Goldberg kicks him out of the ring. Goldberg hits the spear and a jackhammer on Nash for the one, two, three. Time of the match was seven minutes and forty-four seconds. So I'm probably a little low on this that I should be because I really enjoyed it, but it's because I think it didn't go quite long enough for these two this time. They were on peak, I thought, to be better than the Starcade match. Yeah, and yeah. but then it just kind of ends. So I went two and a half, and I feel kind of bad about it. That's what I did, too. Because, man, it was cooking. I did not not enjoy it. it. No, no, it, it was, was good. It was good. It was good, but I agree with Corey that, like, what, the Starcade like, went, like, maybe 15, a flight, yeah. like, you know, something, and this went, like, oh, here we go. It's cool down moment. Here we go. The if you take five from Steiner Booker and give it to Nash and Goldberg. Oh, yes. Then great. It yeah. be much better. Um, but, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, and it was great match. Monster over, both guys were. And we were spent about this time, honestly. Yeah. We're getting spent. Because this pay-per-view delivered so far. Um, so it's delivering. So guess what, sir? It's main event time. And before you say anything, this delivered to us as well back then and now. Because I was like, no buffer. I was like, thank fucking Christ, didn't no didn't get buffer. buffer, and we were happy about it. No buffer this week. Thank for tonight. God. But he don't do Tacoma. I guess. So our main event, first we get a recap of how we got here. So our main <laughs> event for the WCW Heavyweight Championship with special guest referee Macho Man mm-hmm. Randy Savage. It is going to be DDP versus Hollywood Hogan mm-hmm. versus your champion, Ric Flair, 
versus the man named Sting. So, so go ahead. Before you jump into the match, yep. so right before the bell rings, the camera pans. It's a wide shot. Sting's in the far corner. DDP's in the bottom. Hogan's in the bottom. Flair's in the far corner. Savage is looking around in the middle. And I was in my head, I, I think I said out loud, I was like, this is like the most star power I maybe have ever seen in one ring at once. Yeah. This is a WrestleMania that, that, moment. That's, that's it's not, not at WrestleMania. Like, or this Royal is Rumble. fucking insane. I don't count those. Those are like. Oh, okay. This is like this pre match. I, I was like, like, I'm a huge boxing fan to listeners. This felt like such a huge fucking fight. It was an incredible, like, camera shot. Visceral experience live. Although I will say, like, the people I mentioned, DDP feels a little out of place in the, One in the of these scheme guys of things. not supposed to be here. But, you know, not, like, not like the other. fuck, man, does that look amazing. I will tell you that live, it was a visceral experience. It was, uh, I'll get to that moment. Mm-hmm. So they come out. Macho's music hits. We're like, this is different music from Macho. Yeah, weird. We're worth pomp and circumstance. Right. And then we see him finally. I'm like, okay, so it's, it's just a new look, Macho. Mm-hmm. Okay. But just so happy to see him. Go to George. Yeah, right. Jesus. But it's, Has there ever been a more aptly named person? <laughs> Bobby Heenan with the line of the night. <laughs> As Tony Schiavone's like, and there's Randy Savage with gorgeous George. And Bobby goes, well, he never looked better. <laughs> and then Tony was like, no disrespect to Macho Man. I don't care what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he's there. And then um, I did get minorly annoyed. Mm-hmm. Because first person out, the champ. The champ. So you're like, well. But then I understood it. Because there is a certain return to the ring of the franchise player. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So Flair comes out and... Macho got a huge pop. Mm-hmm. Flair got a pop. Tepid a little it bit. It was tepid, mm-hmm. which, which kind of irked me. Because I was like, motherfuckers, that's Rick. a living legend. It's Rick. That's, because I was like, and we talked to people, we talked to people yep. outside before that. Everybody that we talked to, we all understood the gravity of this. It was like, yeah, you know, WCW's kind of going down and they're into coma, which doesn't scream. You know, elite. It's not big, <laughs> but but that main event, that's that's special. That's so like everybody knew, like this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So Flair's in the ring and he's barely in, and then DDP's music starts. Yep. How was that network uh, song in that person? Uh, yeah. So live, DDP got no reaction. Yeah, almost. And I felt bad for him in a way though, because he had been. Crazy over the last two years, right? He's in the wrong match, bro. <laughs> He's in the wrong match, and nobody's getting this heel turn. No. Nobody. So it's like he's just all around yeah. ill-fitted here. And then the wolf howls again, mm-hmm. and the crowd erupts. Mm. Because it's not just the wolf pack. It's Hulk it's Hogan. It's the man. Right? And it's he Hogan, comes bro. out wearing that sweet... That's a sick New shirt, dude. Red and which which I used to have. That's, oh, did you? Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. That's I a had, fucking badass shirt. I had the red and white NWO. That was a badass Hell shirt. Hell yeah, it was. And he comes out and he's playing the air guitar, and we're yep. like, fuck yes. Yep. Wolfpack is back. Hogan. He gets in, he rips the shirt, and halfway through the rip, Sting's music hits. Mm-hmm. And you're like, God damn it. 
And then here comes Sting. And I have to be honest with you. This yeah. is the one thing that really kind of surprised me. I, I remember it vividly 21 years later. Mm-hmm. Sting's pop was not that big. Yeah. It was not. It was about flares. It's, uh, I mean, for me it was. Because, I, I mean, it's no, not no, a no. Sting mark for sure. I was, but, ex- uh, you know, it's Sting, right? His first match back in. And we were shocked. Me and my friend returned to show like, that's it? That's the pop for Sting? It's, uh, I also felt like they maybe have been worried they were running a little bit low on time. Because they all, like, were getting to the ring yeah. quick. They were, they were hitting that music quick. Yeah. And so he comes out. So that was a little worrisome. <laughs> and it's still a good pop, but it's yeah. like. Hogan and Savage by far it's, got the pops of the match. It's not the it's not the sting pop you would expect. And I'll be honest with you, uh, that night in Tacoma, I can tell you with certainty, Goldberg, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and Raven all got bigger pops than the guys in the main event. Wow, craziness! All of them. Um, yeah, it was weird. Craziness. Um, but they were monster. They're good. I mean, but it's not like they were over. The crowd was respecting all of them. Right. Um, and then the match starts. Yeah, and. That 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 moment oh, where they're all God in a corner, damn it, dude! And, St- and Savage is in the middle, and he's about to to ring the bell. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where I just stood there, and I was like, "Dude, it's like right now I'm getting goosebumps." Right, just I was thinking like, about that moment. I was like, "This is like for the biggest stars ever." NDDP. 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 But you couldn't help but feel it. It was like, "Holy fuck!" This, and I remember thinking, in Tacoma. In- Weird, right? They never did it again anywhere in a bigger city. Whatever. But the match ring, the bell rings, uh, and the match starts. Match starts. There's a lot of uh, two-on-two action, two in the ring, two mm-hmm. in the outside. Switch it up. Switch it up. Mm-hmm. They did a good job of switching up. I liked the the feel and the tone of this four-way. Yeah. It was constant action. It wasn't people you know, hiding for 20 Rest minutes. spots. It was just these two are fighting, these two are fighting. They cross paths, and now these two are fighting, and these two are fighting. And it's back and forth. It, it made sense. Did you notice the two that never touched? Which yep. I loved. The entire match. Hogan's thing never touched. That's what I thought. Yeah. Not one time. Nope. Which I fucking loved. I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't just have that in the middle of this. Nope. That's, nope. That's, a, that's a separate thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, puts Hogan in the figure four, and then after that, uh, uh, Page puts him in the figure four, and then yeah, he tries to do the the Bret Hart the thing Bret on the, one post, the post and uh, struggles with that. Boy, if they could have just replaced TDP with Bret Hart, that might have been like the, why, <laughs> like why why you gotta do that, Corey? Yeah. Like, why you gotta why you gotta bring that on me? So all this happens, on me. and then <laughs> all of a sudden, a trainer comes out, and Hogan can't put weight on his right leg. So Mike was yeah. asking me this before. I don't know if you were home yet. No, um, I wasn't. When did it happen? We're trying to figure it out. And I've never, I've watched this match plenty of times, but I've never noticed this part until this past time watching it. Flair goes for his usual chop of the knee. You know, yeah. And, but Hogan and him soon to be on different pages. And Hogan, when Flair's like halfway down, Hogan kind of turns around. So Flair ends up chopping the front of his Ooh. leg. And from then on, he's got a, a pretty noticeable limp. limp. Yeah. And then after those figure four ring posts and all that, yeah, he's hurt. And Bischoff, remember Bischoff coming down yeah. halfway? We're like, well, that's not good. And then he was like, get off me. Yeah. yeah. Stop shooting me, goddammit. I'll tell you one there, and I give credit to the other four guys, including Savage, to get it back. The crowd almost died at that point. Yeah. Because it was like, 
What a letdown, man. Because at first, I'll be honest, at first it was like, what is this, a storyline? Hogan's not going to work the rest And he's going to come back. Yeah, right? And, yeah. I thought, I thought so. I thought I'll be so. Honest. I was like, oh, here comes the Super Hogan spot. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that, that's what everybody in the building thought. For sure, There for was sure. an audible groan. It was like, like And then we're like, and then I kept going and he didn't come back. And then we're like, oh, maybe he really is hurt. But either way, the guys in the ring managed to get the crowd back. And, and it worked. There was the three the three sleep uh, sleeper hold moment, yeah. and then that was <laughs> fucking awesome, like weirdly <laughs> awesome. So I went to say that before the match, but I because uh, these like we said, DDP doesn't really fit here, right? Yeah. But in WCW, in the in April of '99, can you like as DDP is rising to the ranks, could you put him in a match with four bigger superstars to help him carry through that moment? No, like. No. In this company, like as good as Bret Hart is, he's not WCW. I mean, he's really not. You couldn't ask for four better people to be in a ring with. Did you pay attention? I, I wonder because I I kind of turned you into turned you on to something about a month ago on Nitro with Flair. Mm-hmm. Did you notice how giving Flair was in this fucking match? Every again? fucking <laughs> match now. I'm like <laughs> Flair. <laughs> he did the top rope thing twice first thing. Right. He yeah. was. He was. He's All playing the greatest the hits, everyone, and yeah. he's just getting his ass beat the entire fucking yeah. match. One one spot I liked, <laughs> one I one spot I liked about Paige, was there, there's the spot where Sting and Flair in the corner mm-hmm. fighting, and then DDP just in the he's top just right, chilling, just chilling, catching chilling. his breath. I was like, it's like that's fucking smart. smart. That's what, smart. That's what I would do. It is heel one oh one. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Let the other two fight. So the move of the match for myself. Yeah. And the city of Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. And it's pretty easy when you watch the match because the, the entire crowd orgasms at once. Is Flair has DDP in a figure four leg lock. Yep. And the referee decides, well, I've had about enough this of that. This is fucking ah, stupid. So he, it, <laughs> it's Sting. Yeah, yeah. Because Sting grabs right, the rope. Right, yeah, Sting. But he, so he grabs Flair <laughs> and just pulls him to the center and then goes out. And as soon as he goes to the outside, everybody knows what's coming. Stood up. Everybody's on their feet. Yep. And we popped like a motherfucker for the big elbow. Ugh. And then he gets up and then gets in the corner like he's Eddie. He just <laughs> chills. One. <laughs> I, uh, Commentary's so, losing it. There was yeah. one thing uh, with Savage. So, like, his counts were on the were weird for pins. Slow. Weird. The counts for the everybody on the ground were weirdly fast. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was like, okay, guess we're getting up. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. One. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> let's do the pins. One. The fuck. Two. I want to see some action. Uh-huh. That was weird as fuck. <laughs> but it was awesome. And that crowd popped for that elbow. Yeah. No, that was the move of the night. That was a, like as soon as he grabbed Flair, it was like, we and know that's what's like, coming. you know, you're over because that's that's a dickish heel move, dude. Like it's <laughs> right. a heel move. Yeah. And crowd's like, nope, fucking love it. Com- then, commentary doesn't know what the hell's happening. Why, why is he doing this, you know? I used to not like the ending move, how it was done. Yeah. But I loved it this time. Maybe because I was just mad at the result or you know, every mm. other time. A lot but, of people were. But oh, yeah, I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, so, Flair goes for a chop on DDP. Yep. But, go, but DDP ducks just enough. And on the way back around, grabs the diamond cutter. I always thought it didn't hit clean. But looking at it, he nails it. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. And again, One, two, Flair three. taking it for the pin. And DDP is your new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Seven, first, right? First time? First time, first time. yes. 
17 minutes and 27 seconds. Before I give you my star rating, let me give you the reaction in the arena. Okay. Oh. Looking left and right. Oh, okay. Huh. That was... That was it? That's oh. who won? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly it. I'm not... Anybody else would have won, we would have cheered. Yeah. And it's not even that we were against DDP witnesses with all these stars all in. These and stars. He just came back and it was cold. Macho just moon. hit an elbow. I think like, then he hits it and the, the entire crowd's just like, huh. huh. I think that was how I felt when I, I saw mean, the Nitro the next day, like in 99, of, all right, who won the match? Hogan, Sting, or Flair? Nobody and thought then, he would win. No, and then Paige won? And I was like, huh. We were, it was, I'll be honest, it was an, Honest to God, kind of a, a rejected feeling. Yeah. Like, they gave us all that paper. I, uh, it was so good. And that's how you finish it's, it? It's, uh, it... We've always shit on them, but it kind of makes me empathize with Philly fans at the Rumble now. You're like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're not, like, against Roman, but really? This is, this is what we're getting, huh? That's what you're doing? I, I kind of yeah no get that was honestly it was a dejected feeling. Get, get, like, let me let me ask you guys this: If they did this match maybe uh, a year ago, when the the how the hype train of DDP was before the Car Malone match, and he got a huge pop. He would have got that yeah. huge pop. He was over like crazy. He would have got a huge pop like a year ago. Yeah, um, not now even because we're, the other guys are. We're dead already. Yeah, like we're dead with like yeah. you know he's the Seth Rollins of '99 now. Yeah, really of is. just like. You're forcing him down, and we don't care. But he wins. Even in 99, Joe was like, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, this is so unfair to him. Yeah. It's not. It is. It is. And I'll be honest, but it's how we felt at the time as fans. I don't, But it felt like uh, he's Bischoff's really good friend. Yeah. So he got the, Which is so unfair to him because he did work his ass off for the prior three years mm-hmm. to get over, improve, and become a main event guy. Yeah. And it was almost at the same time we were like, no, we acknowledge he did all that. But still, maybe he doesn't deserve this. It doesn't, not in this match against these people. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah of course. You yes. want to beat, uh, whatever, anybody else, throw a name. Or even you want to beat one of these guys in a single match. That's fine. But the four of but them? But the I, three of them with <laughs> Savage as I a ref? You're going to win? I feel like that's a lot of people's mindset of, I get it, you're trying to get another main eventer. But you should have really just done a one-on-one match. What's, sure. what's weird is, like, doing this should have immediately made him. Right. And, and it, it kind did. of went the opposite direction. Well, I can tell like, you, it, obvi- it, oh, it definitely went the other way. Huh. I, do, you think, do you think what it would what would have been better or could have been better if they had Paige face, like, Hogan one week and he surprisingly wins? You know what I mean? Like, he faces every member in that match. Maybe not Sting because of the fact that just uh. taints the Sting return. Well, they did. They had the Hogan on Nitro. Yeah. Tore the shit set down. And then he but challenged Hogan still won. Yeah, I know. But you need him to win the match to... Hogan won't get laid down. I know. Come on, bro. But I'm just saying another way for him to win this title. Because I agree with you guys the fact that you have three of the biggest names in wrestling in the match with Macho. So four. But, you know, three wrestling Macho ref. And then you have DDP, who you're trying to get over. However, his run... 
has maybe already ended on the hype train. Mm-hmm. Ironically, what would have been a way to you? You want to hear another thing that we haven't talked about here that was talked about by a lot of fans, including us, on the way to the car, is that uh, even though he was a heel, even though his storyline wise, arguably, didn't need the belt because of the presidency thing, a lot of it was like one month for Flair. He gets it for one month. Yeah. Like, you don't do that to Ric Flair. There was a lot of that as well. Like, really? A what's month? his other? Because that's the shortest reign, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, that's what's his show. the other one. What's, what's the next, like, shortest? Uh, actually, you know what? A year. <laughs> no, his other shortest, uh, he held, he only held the WWF title the second time for six weeks before Bret Hart won it in the house show in mm-hmm. Canada. So, yeah. But it's still, it was like, I, I, I think, I think a lot of people. You don't do flair like that was the legit yeah. consensus. But you know, like, do you think the consensus would have been differently if it was a Hogan or Sting win? Oh, no, it, people would have been happier. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I just like, so when Sting came back at Starcade, uh, granted, not all his fault, but the match was underwhelming. Yeah. He looked good in this match. Oh, he, he did. did. Dude, he was on it in well, this match. Well, then let's talk about that. The, the, you know, the story behind it is he's clean. That's fair. He left. He went to rehab. He found Christ, and he. This is him coming back like Sean in O two. So he. I mean, he when is he left, motivated. When he's he in left, fucking incredible shape. Yeah, when he left in Holy uh, October, and he, um, <laughs> he, he was strung out. He had a drinking problem. His marriage mm-hmm. was on the rocks, and in that time, he took off. He, did he grew some a weird rehab. goatee. Yeah, didn't make sense. He went to rehab. Speak he found Spanish. God. Wasn't yeah. happy at the Great American Bash. Yeah, no, this is this is a rejuvenated, uh, reborn Sting. Mm. So it's uh, it reminds me. It's a different character, but it reminds me why I love Sting as a kid. It's yeah. Just, oh, fuck uh, man, it's my dude. Oh, by the way, four stars. Yeah, I went four on this. So the um, pay per view closes ends like that. Like they sh- take a shot of him posing. That's why I think like they were walking about. I think they were worried about a hard out. It, Is there it might be because that's what happened. Like... That's what happened in the building too. It was like the he wins. He's on that one corner real quick, and then out of the ring. Yeah, and then the music kind of dies down. Before he's even completely up the ramp, the music's turned off. It, all right, see you later. Thank you, Tacoma. Yeah, and there we're gone. It's a hard out, man. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, for sure. Probably could have cut that rig. Uh, good, good show. Good show. Overall, I would say minus the two. Yeah. And that's not just me being there. Like, yeah. Can, think, I mean, look at Starcade and, and Sold Out. And I mean, I think Super Brawl and Uncensored were strong. Mm-hmm. But think about World War Three, and yeah. Fall Brawl last year. Like we we've gotten some stinkers. We have, we, we have. Yeah. So, so this great is show. a strong showing. I uh, so I think we all pretty much I mean enjoy enjoy the fucking. So if you could separate yourself, Corey, yes. uh, how does it compare? Like, how did you leaving the building uh, that night? So like, if you had pretended you weren't there, like watching it now, if you could just take yourself pretend you weren't there, how does it compare? Like, would you have loved it yeah. as much if? I think so because what they did is this is this pay per view more so than anything they've given us since mm. sold out ninety eight mm. in January of ninety eight was the last great show, show. yeah this strong uh, they gave us yeah. a strong opener a strong cruiserweight match a good hardcore match a good tag match what what is this this is variety isn't it right. We have a U.S. title tournament with two over guys, a rematch from Starcade, and an unbelievable main event mean, with fucking legendary star power, um, all on one show. So yeah, this is this is a no brainer. This is this is a great show. All right, so let's go to the ratings. 
So obviously WrestleMania, the last WWF show, a two point three two. Let's go to last year's show. Last year's Spring Stampede, point seven two. This year's Spring Stampede, point six zero. God, man, it's already started with that card. That is. That hurts a little bit. They shot themselves in the foot by not announcing a goddamn thing until the end. But that this is where we're at in spring of ninety nine. The WWE has already It also I mean for sure for them it also doesn't help that WrestleMania was two weeks ago. Like yeah. that's that's in the same month. That's that's not even this that's not it, even a different paycheck yet for people. Like Nitro or WWE's lost its cool factor. Yeah. Just just it's gone. And he ain't gonna get it back. Um Yes. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. So, before we move on to the award show, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. How would you fix the card? Honestly? Just get rid of the... I would get rid of Rick, Re- uh, Rip Wreck and Riggs. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I would put a buff match in there, but actually I would just get rid of that match and then give a couple more minutes each to Goldberg Nash in that main event mm-hmm. and call it good. Good, strong eight-match card. Because you know what's crazy about that is like even those three in the middle that were not great matches, they weren't the worst matches in the world. Like, yeah, they were if fine. those are your worst matches on a fucking incredible pay per view, that's okay. You're doing good. You're doing good for a card. So now, looking we're... at you, WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Uh, you are very much a one match card. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, let's go to award show times. Corey, give me some sweet tunes. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Or actually, you should go into glaciers. Yeah. All right, it's award show time, so let's do uh, best match. Uh, the main event for me. For me, it was Steiner Brooker C. Uh, Kidman and Ray for me. Worst match. Uh, uh, Rick Riggs. and Riggs. Riggs yeah. and. Riggs and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, MVP. Scott Steiner for me. Ooh. Yeah. Causing hell. I fucking yeah. love him. It's got to be Scott Steiner. He was, but yeah, he was so entertaining. From the moment he got out of the entrance way, I to the moment he got back in. I know. I just, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the minute. Never mind. Okay. It relates to my. Uh, I'll, I'll go Scotty too because I know. Uh, put it down in the uh, oh, at the Steiner year of end. Uh, Motive. Scotty Riggs. Yeah, Scott Riggs, you, you suck. You, you were not good. Did your best to fuck this crowd over, <laughs> and you damn near did. Ah, uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. Um, I have a bittersweet mm-hmm. uh, attachment to this show. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm so glad I got to go. Oh yeah. Uh, this, with the exception of the first Defy show with you guys, and the TNA House show. So weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. This is still the, my favorite show I've been to. Yeah, it's your favorite arena. So yeah, well, of course, star power is unrivaled. Um, but it's a weird feeling for a dedicated WWE fanatic like me to know that I was in the building the last time that company was truly great, mm-hmm. and that uh, in terms of that high level that they had reached the last couple years. They're never going to get there again. This was literally it. And that's kind of bittersweet for me. I can see that. Booble. Uh, uh, 
I know it makes sort of sense tomorrow night, but it feels like on this card with DDP winning, how much better would that spot have been if it was Scott Steiner? I mean, Scott Steiner, we have talked about it on this show, along with Booker T, are above the U.S. title at this point. This is this is wasting their talent, to be honest. And DDP uh, is kind of at that U.S. title range at this point. I think if you had switched... So essentially, my what the fuck is Scott Steiner winning the U.S. title? Because I think he should have been in the DDP spot. If you had switched those two, I think it's better for the level that DDP is. And... Scott Steiner was already over. He didn't necessarily need to be made, but fuck, that makes him an imagine, Corey, the different reaction the crowd has if Scott Steiner wins. I have an interesting what if for you based off that, because mm-hmm. uh, that's an interesting idea. Steiner wins this here tonight. Mm-hmm. You build him strong, mm-hmm. and Starcade is him and Goldberg. With Goldberg going to feed us still? Well, no, because he lost no, it, but I mean, it's, but it's Goldberg's build, pan for uh, redemption against. The uncontrollable, unbeatable monster. So Steiner has the belt till Starcade. Oh my god, I mean, dude! Could that have made a difference for them? The two guys who I would say at this point in '99 mean the most. So I was going to bring that up to kind of related to yours. So I think in the hierarchy of wrestling at this point, it's Austin Rock, yes. Steiner third, Goldberg. You think Goldberg's think still Goldberg. third? I think Goldberg in most cities is still the last hope for yeah. WWE. Uh, Steiner's four, then, right? I mean, Steiner's yeah, Steiner, there. Steiner's He's right there. there with them. Steiner has the it factor with the crowd mm-hmm. and the believability. And he can go in the ring. Yeah, that a lot of people don't have. That, like, like I said, we were scared of him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, I think you have Austin and Rock and WF. I think if they'd have just let the politics, fuck the politics, fuck Hogan and the old guys. Mm-hmm. If you build right now, starting right now, all with all of your momentum, all, all of your uh-huh. effort. You build around Goldberg and Steiner. Stay tuned to Nitro for tomorrow night for some of these things. Yeah. Um, um, So, yeah. For my WTF, to me, to me, it feels like this is a, with Paige winning, I feel like it's supposed to be a restart. You know what I mean? Like, let's give somebody fresh the belt, you know, like, (laughs) hey, let's see if this will help because, hey, Look at what WWF is doing. They're nothing doing nothing else is working. Nothing else yeah. is working. Let's see how WWF is. You know, WWF. They're putting it on. You know, The Rock, Mankind, Austin. You have your three. Mm-hmm. With WCW, it's only been Hogan, Nash, Nash. Then back to Hogan, and then Goldberg, Flair, Flair for a month. So then, like, hey, they're somewhat giving new people the title. Mankind mostly the only newest one. And, you know... Well, The Rock. The Rock, yeah. I was say, and The Rock. So, let's give our people's champ, DDP, the title. And, for me, the, the what the fuck WTF is that they do it, but it's a, in my, my eyes, at what I saw on the screen, and the reaction was... A fart. It, it a dud. A fart, a fart. I will tell you this. If they put the world belt on DDP a year earlier, it goes better. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's a great champ. I still don't think it lasts long, but it goes down a lot better than this. I think they they didn't put the belt on him at his hottest. That's the whole point. That's a common problem in wrestling. They oh, yeah, don't no. strike when there's, they need to. There's a company right now that the number one company in the world is famous for 
waiting way Tina? too long. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's a, it's a problem. And it's because they're so afraid of changing on the fly, which is ironic considering they do most shows are changed on the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. But, but it's got to be their decision, not the fans. And but, he yeah. was white hot a, a year, year ago. And now he couldn't be colder. And they put the belt on. Yeah. So, uh, so, I guess my question would be, did they do this to just swerve the people? Or did they think it was going to get a bigger reaction? What do you think the hope was? I think it was, it was a gold watch from yeah. his buddy. I think it's, you've done... You've done a lot of work. You've done... You've done everything we've asked of you. You... You did, and I know he got a lot of it, but he he's the one that did the celebrity bullshit all last summer. Twice, yeah. He's the one that worked endlessly training both Carl Malone and Jay Leno. He's the one that did all that crap. One of those took it seriously. Yeah, uh, Hogan <laughs> Hogan would never put him over. Yeah. Um. So I was like, you know, here, here's your world title run. Because they still thought, you know, and I think I think that they honestly thought that DDP as a heel would work. And you know what? It does work to a level. He's a good heel. Because he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Like, Plus, like you said, he has he knows the mannerisms and the ring to, to convey mm-hmm. off the heel stuff. It's just that you brought him back two months ago two two weeks ago cold. Yeah. And now he's champ. He's gonna pick his nowhere. spot, pick his thing, and then yeah. boom. And yeah. uh is there a more protected move in wrestling than the diamond cutter? Yeah, exactly. See, I mean, Mother, so, f- he hits one and it's done on the champ, and it's a fucking wrap. See, like, so there's even there's, fuck people kind of he, even people kind of the stunner now. I know it's the Rock, but like he kicked out of the stunner. There's a re, I mean, there's reasons I can see where they're like, you know, this will this will work. This makes mm-hmm. sense. It just didn't, and you know, maybe you should have known that. I would never bring a guy back, change his complete gimmick. And in two weeks, give him the belt. Bring him back as he was? Mm-hmm. Sure. Try it. But to just switch it? Because I felt like if you were going to do this heel turn, right? Like like I said, you, you switch spots with Steiner. He comes back, wins the world, you use title. I was like, I don't want this fucking belt. I want the big belt. And then you have your heel. He's a Sabbath as a champion. You know, he gets a good match with Booker T anyway. I mean, you know what I mean? It all yeah. works. I you, think you could get, you could do I that. think, to the same spot uh, better. You can yeah. do that. Uh, by the way, I think it's uh, it's obvious with what happened in this match. However, um, the Wolfpack count down to two now. Down to two. Nash and Steiner. So oh I, boy, uh, that's all we got. We we'll get to that on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Pay Per View War Stories. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for WWF Backlash in the last ever last until twenty twenty in your house. The end of so, an era. So you're going to be able to listen to all of our lovely podcasts like this one and all the other ones at NoSellEntertainment.com. Where we have the written words, like That's My Opinion by Mike Bubble. That's me. The Dick I Sensei with Jeff Mack. The database where I uh, rate old and new. Uh, in fact, if you go up now, you can find that uh, if you go to the, our Facebook page, you'll find that the Backlash pay-per-view has been rated. By the database mm-hmm. in real time. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And all those other platitudes. Thank you. Um, we have podcasts like the No Cell Podcast. We have the Monday Night War Stories, these here pay per view war stories, the Thundercast, 
The Retro Review Machine returns next week mm-hmm. with ECW oh. WrestlePalooza 97. Oh, boy. Can't and wait. In for that, in for one. And that's my pick. Uh, this week here on That's My Pick. It's, uh... We got naughty, Joe. We got really naughty. As Commissioner Zen this week has us drafting swear words. So, uh, we G- swear... Gee willikers. Uh, no. Like, it, they, the... Parental advisory strongly advised. <laughs> let's just say that, uh, the show's, like, maybe an hour. Like, the show's, like, an hour ten, maybe. And maybe for an hour of that, it's just all cuss words. Do not let kids listen to this yeah, episode. Kid. So... <laughs> I don't normally speak out of turn like this, but yep. did you guys use my favorite, Heavens to Betsy? I mean, it came Honorable, up. It came up. So uh, let's it just... Didn't it come up. It did. Maybe not. So that's what's here this week on That's My Pick, Swear Words. Uh, follow, uh, you can follow all of us on that social media, First Building Goes to Corey, and you can follow him at That Kayfabe Guy. You can follow The Living Legend at MT Booble. You can follow me at... That Joe Lussell. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Twitter, iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, YouTube. Um, is that it? Spotify? Yep. Maybe Spotify. Title. Title. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, all that good stuff. Uh, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. A meh. Uh, oh, yeah. A hoo-ah. Ho. Ho. Uh, th- yeah. Anything. Just give us something. Um, and, uh, like always, Corey must pose. Bang! Bang.